Alrighty, folks. So, we are doing another car cast. I may finish this in the apartment, though. Wife's tired. I know the kid's been a handful today. And I want to get her to bed, get her rested, do all the chores that she would normally do and all that kind of stuff. So she starts her, ends her day tonight, right? And starts her day tomorrow. That's called teamwork. You take care of the person. So now, let's digress from my little lesson there. Uh, a 10-second lesson. I should do those from now on, right? Nah, that's not good enough for pockets. We need more meat, right? So, today's topic is something totally ridiculous for the average person, I think. And you're probably going to think I'm nuts. But I've been pounding this concept around my noodle for, I don't know, about a month or two easily. So, the title and topic for tonight's car cast is that addiction is power. Now, right off the bat, there's probably four people calling me an a-hole. Actually, I probably have four listeners, so there's probably one of you... That's my wife. The other three are probably call me a-holes. Thanks, wife, for listening. No, I'm kidding. But So, like I said, our topic and title for this podcast, the Epic Car Cast, is Addiction is Power. Now, first, let me tell you what I don't mean. I don't mean that because you're addicted to heroin, you've got powers. I don't mean because you watch porn 24-7 in your parents' basement, you're a superhero. I am not condoning addiction to alcohol, drugs, uh, pornographic content, foods that make you sick, um, self-abuse, destructive behaviors. None of that is cool. None of that is cool. Now, the middle ground which still isn't cool is if you're addicted to winning, not a bad thing. But there are people who consider a triumph when they smash their kids in games of Connect Four or Canasta... Um, spades, if your kids are old enough to pay that. It's not cool to smash your kid's hopes and dreams and say the only thing that counts is winning. You know, if, if your kid has to be an A student to make you happy, you might be doing something wrong. If they get a lot of A's and a B here and there, it's not the end of the world. It really isn't. You know, I was probably a B student, sometimes a C student, because I was really smart and didn't push myself. I didn't do my parents. I knew I was smart. They knew I was smart. They taught me. They raised me. I just wasn't always, you know, cutting the mustard. And there were some subjects like uh, third-year math, calculus, trigonometry. It just made no sense to me. It's like you're making up imaginary numbers to make a formula work. That doesn't make sense to me. Now, you want to build a house, I can get the measurements right. You want me to figure out my check, I can do that. Percentages off the top of my head real quick, I do it all the time. But it has to be real math to me. The other stuff don't make no sense. Couldn't get it. I get a little more now because the fundamentals I get even more now. But I'm also about to be 40. So like I was saying, if you're the guy who's forcing your kids to be perfect, and that's your addiction, I'd say it's almost like a narcissism or something, but you're out of your dang mind. It's not going to work. If beating your kids at Monopoly because you have to win all the time, that's not going to work. So you're saying, Tony, you're ruling out every kind of dang addiction I have had or my cousin, brother, or my crazy Uncle Larry at the family picnic has. Wait, here's what I'm talking about. If you've created yourself an addiction, right? Because you can say alcohol is addicting. You can say all these drugs are addicting. I've given up bad habits for over a decade, quite a few of them. We're not going to get into all that, but I've had some nasty habits. I am not one of the best people in the world. I like all kind of stuff. But I've also been able to quit all kind of stuff. I'm not talking about drugs and say, or pornography, or prostitution, or ice fishing, or, you know, canasta, or spades. I miss spades. Great game. Great game. What I'm trying to say is that addiction is power in this sense. 
if you were able to get addicted to something, and let's say alcohol, because I don't, I don't personally believe that alcohol can be addicting by just the drinking. Like, let's say heroin hooks you because you took it because of the nature of the beast. Let's say we're going to use alcohol for example. If you were hooked on booze and you got yourself sober, right? You got to a point where there was something you let control your decisions and affect everything you did. There was something you can say that you gave power to, right? Or that you had power with, you might have felt, or you had power from, or that made you feel powerful. What that is saying at the deepest level that I can conceive of right now is that there is power in addiction. Once you learn to master the addiction, you've got a part of your body that you harnessed and that you hardwired to want something and to enjoy something. So what if we can dig deep into your mind, your heart, your inner self and harness that same somewhat mechanical, somewhat uh, driven desire to achieve, I'm sorry, to achieve or to feel something or to clone something or to get something or to get a chemical resonance, right? Because, oh, well, I, I like this because it gives me a chemical release in my brain, the dopamine flies out and the this and that. Yeah, that's fine. But you still had to go out and buy it. So you had to find money to buy it or you had to go out and do that. Or you had to win that race because when you ran, you felt that euphoric win. I think it's the book, The Power of the Habit, talks about when you have someone who's doing slots, right? And it says those three cherries gives you the million dollars. The brain chemically releases and enjoys and excites you and registers the two out of three the same as does the three. The thrill of the almost victory, your brain rewards just as well. So what if we can take that addictive personality behaviors, right? Say, oh, I got it from my grandfather or alcohol addiction runs my family. No, the behavior traits and following what you've seen, you can change anything in your brain. Positive thoughts versus negative, you can change anything. They've proven this. Placebo tests with drugs prove this kind of stuff 99% of the time. What if we could take the same part of you that craves alcohol the minute you punch out of the clock and thinks of happy hour because you've been doing it for 20 years? What if we can get you wired so you feel rewarded every time? Not only do you skip that drink, right? Because now you... Oh, man, I haven't had a drink, Tony, in 12 years. My life's changed. I enjoy my kids better. My food tastes better. My health is better. I'm just a better person, which makes me happier inside. Dang, so you feel good. What I want to know is how are we going to tap into that to get you to that next level? Now, before we can even have that part of the podcast... We still need to go what I'm talking about because this is going to be a little crazy. So I'm going to take a break. I'm going to come back in because I'm probably way over uh, the average person's mindset because you probably think I'm a jerk to say that you can get power from addiction. All right. So part two of another epic car cast. Like I said, our title and topic tonight is Addiction is Power. Let's get back to what I was saying. You had an addiction. You're still fighting it. So we got to conquer that addiction first. I get that. That's not really my self-help part of this. What I'm trying to get you to understand is that if you have an addiction, there's a part of you that you've either trained or that you're predispositioned to that wants a certain outcome. Whether that is um, the euphoric rush you get from your drug of choice or the bravado you feel when you drink because you're always timid in life except when you have your drinks. Maybe it's the, the release of chemicals from the almost victory or the victory, maybe it's just gambling for you. Maybe it's um, 
you know, watching porn because it releases certain chemicals in your brain. They've proven all this kind of stuff, by the way. There's something there that you fed. And I don't think it's enough for us to say, yeah, I was an addict and I've stopped and I'm sober and that's powerful. I think we can push the limits of human existence. I think we can look, we need to look for the way that we say, hey, I was addicted to marijuana and Coke and Ridlin and I took them for years on and off, sometimes together, sometimes separate, but I always took one, the other, or all three. That's what made me feel good. It helped me get my test done. It helped me perform better at work. It made me feel like I was powerful. It made me less afraid of the things going on in my life. It made me handle the abuse I had as a child. If there's something like that that's part of your life story, first off, if you've conquered that, you need to share that with people. The power is in your message, which is part of the reason I started this podcast. So the power is in your message, right? But what if we could push that a step further? Not only do we make people realize that they can do what you've done, but we take that same power that's in addiction and we rotate that power. And now the power that was used to destroy your life, we use it for good. Now, maybe it is just as simple as saying, hi, my name is Mike. I was an alcoholic. I've been sober for 32 years. Here's how I did it. You pay it forward and you help the next guy, the next girl, the next person. Maybe it's that simple. Maybe it really is that simple. And maybe that is the power of addiction that I'm talking about. What if there's a next level where you understand that you were an addict, that you have addictive tendencies, either self-trained or biometrical or whatever you want to call it personally, right? All right, folks, sorry. Sorry about that. For some reason, the Bluetooth jumped in. That is Cambada, super deep lyricist I listen to. He has also talked about his drug use in the past, or maybe it's the present, but he's taken acid, shrooms, DMT, I believe, and maybe a mix of all three at the same time. And things he's seen, but his mindset is crazy. You might think he's nuts. I wouldn't even try the stuff he takes or has taken personally, but it's kind of funny because I was a guy who talks about drugs and is taking all these crazy drugs, you know, acid, shrooms, like I said, and DMT, which funny enough, DMT, I believe, is produced in the brain, but is illegal for you to consume. So, uh, that's something I understand a lot about, but I've talked about with uh, co-workers before, this job and past jobs, because it's interesting that something that your body or your brain or your neuromusculature is already producing, you can't actually use. So I guess that'd be, a, I guess that's if you're getting it chemically from a man, I guess, as opposed to what your body makes. But what if you can teach your brain to harness that? Now, I know you probably think I'm going off topic, but I'm actually on topic because we're still talking about addiction and drugs and power, right? So what if? We could harness your addiction. I'm not saying we're going to have you go out and start snoring coke and, you know, getting crystal meth and PCP and shrooms and sherm. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm talking about doing is we get you out there and we find a way to harness that power. There's got to be something in you that you want. See, I want a portion of Rolex. People say, oh, you don't need all that in life. BS, bro. I call you out on that. Why would you not want more? Now, I don't always care if I win a game, but I like to play good. So I guess that's not an addiction. But I have been an addict in the past, you could claim, I guess. So what I'm trying to figure out is how do we, myself included, harness the part of the brain that creates the addiction possibilities 
or that responded to it, how do we retrain ourselves and now say, hey, I was addicted to Coke. I am now addicted to results. I am now addicted to making money. But not in a creepy, nasty guy way that means that I abuse my kids and by ignoring them, not treating them good so I can go out and make money in the stock market and then go on trips and ignore my family. I'm talking about how do you take your power of your addiction and turn it around so you get something epic out of it. Now, there has to be a way. I think it's probably as simple as creating a new habit. And you're going to have to fight for the first 21 to 90 days to get it. But the same way you can say I'm going to have, what do people do now? I think it's called No Nut November. Sorry if that's a little crass. What if you could take that same ability? You say, I'm not going to do something for 30 days. You say, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to podcast for 30 days. I'm going to fast and talk about the fast every day for 30 days. Not to show off and show how I did it. And then after that, the next 30 days, you sit down and you write about how good it felt. See, you're creating your own euphoria. So to sum this all up and tie it in, addiction is power, right? Be right back. I'm going to tie this up one last time and see what you guys think, if I'm nuts or not. All right, folks. Sorry about that. But in the apartment now, I actually told the wife in a few minutes, we're going to tie this up nicely, I think. So, like I said, to wrap it up, addiction is power. And I guess what it really comes down to is acknowledging that you have an addiction or you had one. Acknowledging that that didn't make you perfect. Acknowledge it, fix it, move forward. But understand that you can have an addiction that's good for you. Addiction is power. You can be addicted to being a great dad without punishing your kids by doing that. Does that make sense? You know, you, you can be addicted, addicted to loving your spouse in a love language that makes that spouse feel good. There's power in addiction. Now, you're not powerful because you're addicted to heroin. But the same way you learned to love something and cherish it and have a fire that consumes you for it, why can't you do that public speaking? Why can't you do that at your job? I guarantee you, if you find a way to tap into the most relentless part of your being, what is the one thing you're obsessed about? Here's my example. Bodybuilders go to great lengths to be number one. It costs them a fortune, so they start getting sponsorship. It's all consuming. There's divorces, there's pain, there's drugs, there's surgeries, there's torn muscles, there's hernias. Uh, watch Ronnie Coleman, The King on Netflix, or Generation Iron. It's, it's considered possibly one of the top two to five bodybuilders in the world. Definitely, he's one of the only two gentlemen to ever have eight. Eight Mr. Olympias. In 54 competitions, there's been 14 winners. So tell that to the Yankees, because uh, there's like, how many of you guys switching on and off teams and jumping around? Tell that to LeBron, who keeps hopping around teams to get these little things done right. These guys have to do it by themselves, maybe with a coach, maybe with a trainer. How far are you willing to go? Your addiction has to be a new kind of victory. Your addiction has to be something different. I think we're going to revisit this, because I'm going to put this out there and see what kind of response I get to it. We're going to come back. But like I'm saying, folks, addiction is power. If you can get addicted to crank, you can get addicted to success. If you can get addicted to prostitutes, you can get addicted to learning everything that is possible to manipulate your cash into buying the fluctuations in Bitcoin and other cryptocurrency. If you can get addicted 
to being that soccer mom, soccer dad, or they call it the ones that are just crazy. Like they, the kids have to win and they hit referees and they try to bribe officials and they treat the kids like dirt. If you can get that obsessed with winning at something, you can get that just gritty, grimy, inner jerk. You can change that. Actually, I'm sorry, not change that. You can harness that. Harness the power that's there. Because if you just walk and say, oh, I'm an addict, I'm no good, I'm a horrible person. No. You're a success. You're going to turn your pain into success. Right? Let's say the hardest times make the strongest people. Let's tap into that kind of mindset. Let's feed your addiction at its root cause. Not its root cause, I guess it's its root power, right? We're going to dig underground, pull up the power line, take a massive bite into it, and feel the charge. I'd love to know your thoughts because I went a little crazy. But I think that this is going to be a new hashtag, addiction is power, because I think it is. You know, it's, uh, I want to be addicted to victories. Put the book up, put the podcast out. Got a check from one, I'm looking to get a check from the other. I want to string together these victories. And so there's no distractions in my life. It's literally family and victories. So I guess if I was a ball player, it'd be on and off the court. I'm getting rings. Changingadvance.com. This is the Changing Advance podcast. I am Tony, the captain of the ship. You can find us in many ports. YouTube, we're Changing Advance. TikTok and Instagram, we are Pedagogy of the Fresh. Our Tumblr is Changing Advance. Our Twitter is Changing Advance. Our Tumblr is Changing Advance. And I'm on something else. I can't remember. One of those other crazy platforms. I think it was um, the one that used to be on Instagram. You could tag the pictures, too. You get the point. Addiction is power. Peace.